If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual, presented by On Deck Business Loans. This week on Business Unusual, I'm going to be answering all of the great questions you guys keep sending me in on business, life, how to move forward, how to jump over obstacles. Come on, I'm good at it, and I want to share my advice. But first... We recently celebrated Small Business on Small Business Saturday. And today, we're going to talk about why you must grow your business. There's no such thing as staying small. If your business is up and running and relatively successful, there always comes a time when you're faced with an important decision to make. I like what I'm doing. Is it smarter to stay small as I am? Or must I go big? I came to the same crossroads when I was building my business and I thought long and hard about which way was better to go. I had a dream on the very first day of opening my business that I was going to be the queen of New York real estate in a long gown with everybody waiting in line to kiss my ring, much like I had seen on TV with my very Catholic mother watching the Pope get his ring kissed. And I decided I was going to be the queen of New York real estate. I had no idea what that would involve or how big a business I would have to build to accomplish that. But I came to a crossroad one day sitting in the office with my business partner, Esther. We were thinking about opening a third office and everything in my bones said, don't do it because I loved the business we had built. We had two offices that we managed. We knew everything about the individuals we worked with, and I loved them dearly. The things I loved about staying small, indeed, was the coziness, the friendly environment, having more control of what was going on in the company because I knew everything under my thumb. And, of course, I also loved the fact that now there was less risk because I knew what I was doing, and I could expand slowly as I went, knowing all the ropes. But there was something in me that was greedier than that. And there was something in me that I had to fulfill, which was I had to become the queen of New York real estate. That's what I had set out to do. So I had my sights on being number one. Just for that reason alone, I had to go big. And here's my reasons why. Number one, there's no other way to be the best in your field unless you're also the biggest. Think about every most successful brand out there. They're always big. You might be an adorable boutique and certain people like you, but if you want to be the best in your field, you've got to also be big. It comes together. People don't respect you enough if you're not the biggest. Number two, size matters to the consumer. The consumer wants to know that they're dealing with a credible firm and whether it's true or not, big means credible in the consumer's mind. So you have no choice on that account. Number three, bigger attracts better talent. If you want to have talented people with more brain power, people that really challenge your own intellect at how smart they are and what they could do along with you, and people you could delegate to and trust, you need a big brand, a big business to attract them in, and then you need a big brand where they see the opportunity for advancement to keep them with you. Number four, You need to have a defense against your competitors. And the only way to defend your people against your competitors so they're not stolen from you is to outpace your competitors and stay bigger. That's the truth. 
I remember the first day I lost my star salesman to a large competitor. Boy, did that hurt. I had hired her, trained her, given her every asset, every attention I could ever do for an individual, and then she left. Why do you think she left? She said she thought she needed a bigger brand. What an insult. That also put the fire in my belly to grow big. You can believe me on that one. And last, the most important reason of all, even if you don't listen to the others, is you don't want to look back as a small company 10 years, 20 years from now and think, I wonder if I wish I had, I coulda, I coulda, I coulda. Uh Uh-uh. The saddest people in life are the people that didn't put the pedal to the metal, didn't try their best to see as far as they could go, and you had it right there in front of you, and you chose not to run with it. No, 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 no. You don't want to be that person 15 years from now. So if you're thinking of staying small or go big, don't even think about it. Get out of your head. You got to go big. Period. End of story. You're listening to Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran. Presented by On Deck Business Loans. Here's a company all business owners should know about. On Deck Business Loans. On Deck delivers financing tailored to small business owners in as little as 24 hours. With term loans up to $500,000 and lines of credit up to $100,000. On Deck products are tailored to your specific business need with a wide choice of loan and payback options. It's a simple process designed to save you time. They have higher approval rates than traditional lenders like the banks. I've known the gang at On Deck for years now. And I can tell you, they're the real deal. OnDeck has lent over $10 billion to more than 80,000 small business owners, and thousands of them have reviewed OnDeck, giving them a 9.8 out of 10 rating on Trustpilot and an A-plus grade with the Better Business Bureau. Make your way over to OnDeck.com slash Barbara for a free consultation with a small business loan specialist to see exactly what kind of loan best suits your business. Go ahead, visit ondeck.com slash Barbara. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Hi, Barbara. This is Catherine from Indianapolis. I have a new business idea and would like your insight. I think it has a lot of potential, but I don't know where to start. Catherine, all business starts and succeeds on the strength of whether it can sell or not. So whatever your idea is, Put it in a form that anyone could understand and pitch it to a bunch of people. See if they're willing to give you cash or write a check for your idea on your new product, your new service, and ask them what they would pay. If you get no takers at that infancy stage when it's only a concept, move on to a new idea. Just because you're excited about a new idea doesn't mean that there are 10,000 people excited. And that's what it's going to take to make that idea a business. If not, what it really is, is a personal hobby. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hobbies are so important. But make sure yours is a business, not a hobby, based on how many people are willing to pay for it. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran, presented by On Deck Business Loans. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio Podcast Network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.